0: you're trying to achieve business goals. Technology can provide you so much, but it's what people do with that insight, do with these new workflows. It's how they embrace them and actually take advantage of them that makes the difference in your digital transformations.
1: Welcome to the Esri and the Science of Wear podcast. I'm Amin Rahmashariki, Esri Urban Analytics lead, and I'll be your host for today. You just heard Michael Green, change management expert at Esri, talk about the human element of digital transformation. Digital transformation fundamentally changes an organization's operations and processes. Done well, it is a powerful game-changer for an organization. The most successful companies know that change management is a mission-critical part of digital transformation because transformation is as much about culture as it is about technology. Here, Esri Marketing Program's lead, Ed Loker uncover the human side of digital transformation.
2: So thank you very much for taking the time to be with us today. Let's start off with how would you define digital transformation?
1: I would define digital
0: transformation as the idea of an organization achieving their business goals through the use of technology. I mean, that's first and foremost. you know, how that digital transformation comes to being is probably in a maturity level or steps in the process. So, you know, you think about removing paper, you know, as an example of kind of that digitization process where you're going to remove paper processes, replace it with a digital process. But that's just operational efficiency. That's kind of that first step. As the digital transformation starts to take effect and, and really provide insight, that's where you get the value out of a digital transformation in my opinion.
2: What's the sense of urgency driving organizations to realize this digital transformation?
0: Well, I would probably start with expectations. So citizens and customers are interacting with technology in easier and more simple ways in the palm of their hand and they're looking for organizations that provide them that experience. I would say the urgency of this is the challenge of organizations to keep up with technology at the same time and same pace that they're implementing change within their own organizations and that becomes a real challenge and after a while you end up with such a vast difference in technology capability out there compared to what the organizational ability is to meet that technology capability and so that gap becomes so large that It almost becomes a reset position for you instead of a situation where you're just upgrading or staying current. You actually have to start all over, and that can become its own large hurdle.
2: You outline there at the end about the biggest challenges of of transforming an organization digitally. You speak a little bit about the gap between the technology and, and the people and the processes. What is the biggest challenge that organizations face as they evolve into this digital spectrum?
0: Well, I'd probably break it down into several smaller situational challenges, if you will, so probably adoption. When we talk about digital transformation, that's a large concept for a whole organization. We're looking at really upgrading and and providing capability and insight across the organization. And so you have adoption rates that vary from department to department within any organization, whether it's commercial or Um, you know, government agency. And so that in itself of getting people on board is, you know, something you have to pay attention to. And it becomes a challenge if you leave it to be and hope that it just occurs. I'd say communication. Because digital transformation is something that is so transformative for an organization, you really need to focus on effective communication across the organization and through the organization. I'd also say prioritization is probably one of the larger factors for people who have to actually implement the change. These days, as we all know, we're being asked to do more with less resources, day in and day out. And so as you start as a leader to introduce digital transformation and you're going to suggest new workflows or new interactions with technology, new insights, new ways of thinking about their reality, what they do every day, that prioritization becomes difficult because they have their normal challenges right in front of them every day, telling them they've got to get these things done. But digital transformation is about making a difference. It's about doing something different tomorrow than you did today. So how do you prioritize that? And I would say that that's, that's yet another challenge.
2: So three big challenges, adoption rates, communication, prioritization, not a single one of those is about technology. So you, obviously you're, pu- you're putting a lot of emphasis on, on the human factor and the yes. transformation. Why?
0: So when you think about technology, you have to spend time making sure that you have the right architecture, that technology that's going to support the needs, requirements, and expectations of its users. So you certainly have to pay attention to that. You know, a lot of times I would say people, when they're thinking about a technology implementation, want to make sure that that technology delivers and so the focus becomes around the architecture and around the resources of that technology, the, the systems and the hardware and, and the software capability, but people have to interact with that technology. They have to embrace new workflows. They have to be you know, essentially brought into that concept that this digital transformation is going to make their lives better. You know, I, I, I hold a certification with ProSci. And you know, one of the things that they really stress, which I've seen repetitively with our customers, organizations don't change, people do. And so you can have a vision for where you want to go, but until people actually show the ability to execute on that change and deliver on that, are you really transforming your organization? And I'd, I'd say that's why there's such a focus on human factors.
2: I totally agree with everything you've said so far about the people being that most critical component. So how do you get out in front of that as a leader to drive digital transformation in your organization?
0: I would say that you have to start planning day one for the human factor. And as soon as you lay out your vision as a leader, you bring together your, your project team, your change management team, and you start that planning process. Um, preparing for the change from a human perspective as well as a technological capability perspective. When you do that, you're going to start thinking in the long term and the short term as a leader. So you're going to have this business case that says the technology is going to help us achieve these business goals. But then in the short term, you know, really kind of engaging your different departments that are going to interact with this technology, bringing the people-oriented workflows and making sure that they have an ability to weigh in to say that those workflows make sense or can we adjust or what could we do differently with the technology so that it seamlessly gets incorporated into what we do every day. You know, some other proactive ideas would be, you know, early on, align your vision as a leader and make sure that your technology team understands that vision. Make sure that your change management team can communicate that vision along with you to support the work that you're gonna need to do as a leader within the organization during your digital transformation. And then most importantly, make sure that your, your technology implementation team and your change management team work together. When you get that integration happening, that's when you see all three of these come together and it becomes very, very powerful. As you're moving through your, your implementation as a leader, make sure you're reinforcing these new changes. Make sure that you're out in front celebrating the wins and making sure that people understand that the changes that they're making are the correct ones and that they should keep doing them. Reinforcement is such a, a big factor in success.
2: What are some traps or issues or difficulties that you've seen consistently as organizations try to move down this road that you could perhaps share some key things to be on the lookout for?
0: Yeah, I would say, you know, executive leaders sometimes feel that their job is to, you know, approve the project and then receive updates and make sure that it's going well. So they check in and they make sure that the process is working correctly. And that's probably one of the biggest traps because as a leader, as a, as a true executive sponsor of a change initiative, such as digital transformation, you really need to be active, you need to be visible, and you need to be communicating the value of why that change has to happen and why now. So that, that if, if you're not out in front and you're not visible, that is one of the number one reasons that a change initiative fails per benchmarking studies through ProSci is the lack of an active visible executive sponsor. Secondly, I'd say, you know, organic growth. You know, a lot of times people feel that this is such a a valuable opportunity to make a difference within your organization. So we're going to build the technology and we're going to engage the different groups and let them know that it's there. And as teams adopt or get excited about it, we'll support them. It's kind of an organic approach. And while that's valuable, if you have limited resources, you probably aren't going to get the full value of the work you're putting in to build that transformation because you will find pockets where people just don't engage. They don't understand it. They weren't told about it. They don't understand the impact of the digital transformation. And so if you're just relying on organic growth, you're probably only gonna get your early adopters. And that's probably about it. Well, if we think about, you know, as a leader, you learn a lot about bell curves and, you know, that mass in the middle of people who don't quite actively engage in every change that happens out there. However, those folks can be influenced and they can be brought along with the change. So if you can focus on really driving the change and giving those people within that middle of the bell curve, the, the reason to do something different tomorrow. You're going to drive that change. You're not going to just let it happen or hope that people engage. And then I mentioned it before, but you know the lack of reinforcement. Organizations, as I've said, they're very very busy. Individuals are being asked to do more things and new change all the time. We've heard it. it's almost the cliche, right? Change is the only constant, and that's been around for quite some time. But I do believe that it's it's happening more and more to organizations that the individuals within that organization are having to adapt quicker and quicker. And without that reinforcement to say that this change is is valuable, this change is the right path, you're doing the right things, people will fall back into their comfort routine.
2: What are some success factors that you can recognize in your organization that it's working?
0: We talked about the idea that digital transformations are about achieving business goals. When you do the process correctly, you've already outlined those business goals that are gonna be actually achieved at a faster rate. So you think you can set up metrics pretty quickly around the use of the technology, achieves these successful outcomes of your business goals. So that right off the bat makes it very easy to measure, if you will, from a success factor. I'd say, you know, taking surveys and understanding their progression. I mentioned earlier that people change, organizations don't. So you can actually measure a team's kind of progress through their change cycle. So taking the time to get their feedback and understanding how they're progressing and how they view the change and what resources maybe do they need to move to the next step of your change.
2: Do you have any examples of organizations that have done this really well? Can you walk us through one or two about companies or, or governments that identified the processes and, and they followed these steps that you've outlined and seen that return on investment that they were looking for?
0: I mean, the first one I'd want to highlight is Red Cross. You know, it was an organization that knew that they needed to provide the best support possible in natural disasters. So they realized that a digital transformation for them would allow them to impact you know the resources provided before during and after a natural disaster so they looked at what was their location intelligence strategy and they laid out how they were going to live that out from a technological standpoint what resources could they put in the hands of people before during and after an event once they understood what the technology was capable of doing for them they started to really take a, a a hard look at what are the gaps, what are some of the things that people need to learn in order to embrace a new technology like this. And they put together a, a training plan and they started to really identify the impacted groups, who was gonna have to do new workflows, was there you know, some work within the IT group to support an environment that they hadn't supported before for a location strategy, were there users going to have to embrace new technology out in the field with a mobile device. Was that easy? Was that hard? So they started to look at what, what needed to be from a training perspective, how they would embrace that. They also communicated this clearly throughout the different you know, teams and departments within their organization to really build up the value that this was the right way to go to provide the best services possible. The exciting thing is they were able to on the fly adjust locations for resources and for, you know, routing of resources to people in need or locations for shelters because of flood data that they were getting in (laughs) real time from other organizations, by the way, which was really fascinating. And they were able to do this kind of analysis on the fly and change locations to avoid further disasters, to avoid further inconvenience for the folks that have already suffered. It's a fascinating story. And th- it was a really successful implementation because they took a look at all three factors. They had a leadership vision. They had a technology structure and an architecture that was going to be successful. And they look at what what it was it going to take to make sure that people were on board with this change.
2: So the three critical components there are being the organization's leadership, having a technology map or a plan, and then a, a strategy around how you can encourage and, and incent the people to embrace the new processes to drive this transformation. Any other examples spring to mind?
0: Another organization that was really successful in leveraging change management initiatives was the White House Utilities, the water utility. what was really fascinating about that is they were faced with a situation where they had an infrastructure that needed to be updated and their workflows were somewhat antiquated. As they started to look for technology to help them support how they might improve their operations and their infrastructure, they started to realize that a location intelligence strategy was going to benefit them, and that was actually technology they already had. So that digital transformation started to sh- take shape for the general manager. As he started to learn more about it, he realized that this really truly was going to impact everyone within the organization. So. You know, what was interesting about that is early on, he started to plan for how he was going to support everybody in the organization to embrace a location intelligence capability. And that meant from his field workers, to his IT department, to folks that took calls in the call center. Everybody was going to leverage this technology in a way to improve the interactions with their customers and also to improve their efficiency in operations. As a result, he also created an environment where people felt comfortable to try new things. And that was a very fascinating you know, experiment, if you will, where he said, if at any time during this change, you need an opportunity to come in and vent, tell me how difficult it is, how challenging it is. I get it. That's going to happen. This is new. This is different. So he created that environment. They could come in and they could talk to him and they could vent. But then they knew their mission they got it off their chest, they talked about some things that might improve some of the challenges they were faced with, and they went back out and they started changing further. As a result, they were able to increase their efficiencies and how they operated and how they interacted with their customers, how they interacted during service calls. They ultimately didn't have to take on a bond issue that they thought they were gonna have to do, and they saved millions of dollars, all because they took advantage of a digital transformation inside their organization with technology they actually already had. It's pretty powerful.
2: This is not the first time you and I have spoken and and I've actually heard you use the phrase humans lead and machines learn, um, which to me is interesting and sort of dovetails nicely with achieving this insight faster. Machines are there to support humans, but talk to me a little bit about the humans lead, machines learn, and, and why is that relevant to this conversation?
0: Well, when you think about people interacting with technology, we certainly have to have people embrace, use, and adopt new workflows, new technology capabilities. But it really, as I mentioned before, as you're trying to achieve business goals, technology can provide you so much, but it's what people do with that insight, do with these new workflows, it's how they embrace them and actually take advantage of them that makes the difference in your digital transformation. So, I believe that it truly is about humans leading a need for improvement, leveraging this new capability of machines learning and understanding what they can find, right? That computers can learn with machine learning. We see that in manufacturing, identifying bad product on a production line, we see machine learning in, you know, automated vehicles out there, self-driving vehicles now. I mean, it's showing up in many, many different places, but ultimately, they only work if there's a human leading that transition. What is it that they're gonna get a value out of that?
2: Is it possible to conduct a digital transformation without a change management strategy?
0: You can try. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I've seen this happen, and unfortunately, it, it does lead to difficult times. I've talked about the idea that change management runs parallel to your technological implementation. And when you have the two running in parallel, you allow people the time to understand, realize why the change has to happen, make the desire to change, increase their knowledge so that they can apply and show ability in using technology, and then you're going to reinforce the change. That's the change cycle for an individual that you need to do as a leader with everybody in your organization. If you ignore that and you just move forward with your technical implementation, you, you almost force, because ultimately, if you're gonna have somebody touch technology they've never seen before, there's a learning curve. We all understand that. So if you expect that people are going to do that on the go live date, when they have to produce and they have all of the other whirlwind of activities hitting them every day, and you expect them to go through that cycle quickly That creates pressure. We all understand what happens when you have pressure applied to things. They become agitated. They become hot. They potentially could explode, right? I mean, when you add a lot of pressure into a situation, it makes it volatile. So can you ignore change management? Yeah, I think you can. You can rely on an authoritative approach that you will do this, and this is what I expect you to do. But are you going to get the most out of your technology implementation? Probably not. Will you see results? Maybe. But you probably aren't going to get everything out of this that you hoped you would.
2: So this conversation has actually opened my eyes quite a bit. I want to thank you very much for your time. It was a great conversation. It was a pleasure talking with you, Ed. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to the Esri and the Science of Web podcast. And thanks to Michael Green for explaining how change management and careful attention to the human factor lay the groundwork for successful digital transformation. To learn more, download our free ebook. Making Sense of Digital Transformation at esri.com forward slash where.